Look at me. Sure. Look at me. Sh sure. I'm the captain now. It just cut out. Just say that last line again. What do I do it again? Just the last line. Say it again. I'm the captain now. Say it again. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Cheers. I'm just going to set that as my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs>
You've just given up, haven't you? We no. should have got out. I will get back. I will get back. Mentality is there. Bet. I will get there. I we know, had a bet. I know. I know. We'll get there. I'll, I'm going to get back there. I'm going to get back. I'm not trying to make you feel bad about it. You it's are. Just, I thought it's... <laughs> <laughs> you are. This is what this is about. You are. No, it's not. It's not. I'm just... I'm putting in quite a lot of effort here, you know? Yeah, I'm just disappointed. I wanted somebody to do it. Be, yeah. I wanted you to be by my side. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. Why do I sound like Christopher Walken? <laughs> I don't know why. You're talking like that. Oh <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, full fighters. Full <laughs> fighters. Um, Foo Fighters. Um, go to moviechefpodcast.com where there is a very rarely updated website at the minute, but trust us, there's gonna be some gold on there. What we what should we do? A, what should we do a blog? We need to blog something. See, I was thinking about this and I would I've I've done two bits, like I need to edit and stuff like that there also, but I've done two bits of stuff that I've watched that I enjoyed. So it's kind of like watching like old TV shows. One of them is on uh, WKRP in Cincinnati, and it's kind of about how TV has changed and like some of the stuff that they talk to each other about in like the 70s mainly you know the one black person in it and there's like constant black jokes and there's and it's kind of like oh and and then there was an episode where they called someone gay and you know they were all trying to justify not being a homophobe but don't touch me you know that kind of the thing and it was like it was just really weird and off-putting and you know WKRP in Cincinnati is kind of known as one of those kind of like hidden American gems um, that no one gets to see. And the reason why uh, is because they never licensed any of the music. So basically, whenever they were went to the studio, they always played real songs. Now, it was kind of well known as one of these TV shows that kind of put forward a lot of bands. Blondie was kind of first publicized on, on WKRP. But the problem was they never licensed any of the music. So they couldn't syndicate the show in America or over here because it was unlicensed music. So that's the reason why not a lot of people got to see it outside of America. But yeah, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> when did we tell you there? <laughs> so that's what's coming up on the movie show podcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't, need, some, to, you uh, don't need to go on it now. Yeah, you don't need to go on it now. It were either that or Yugoslavian textile mills, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> Ugo, Ugo <okay>. cars. <laughs> let's um let's do some quick fire news of the week and then we will talk about the Super Bowl trailers. Quick fire Super Bowl trailers as well. Because normally we do about four hours on these and we'll do them 20 seconds, 50 okay. seconds. Okay. Oh, I've got some. Oh, when we finish recording, I've got something to tell you. Just, just <laughs> that rem, that remind me. That won't annoy anybody. <laughs> I did a. Um, I, I, I was successful with something at work this week. Yay. I'll tell you later. Um, okay, quick fire. You've just got to agree or disagree. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, news from this week. You are, I am all in for Top Gun 3. No. I am. It wasn't good. All right. Stop was... trying to, people need to stop fucking trying to convince themselves that Top Gun Maverick was any good. It was shit. Top Gun Maverick was better than Top Gun. No, it, it it fucking wasn't. Wicked looks wicked. Wicked the uh, musical part yeah. one. What is the obsession? What is the obsession with part one and part two of musicals? But it's it's that kind of thing of like I Paul, can I confide something? Please. Musicals are just not that great. 
Not anymore. There's a lot sneaking in, though. Do you notice how they're doing stealth musicals? This is really good quick-fire trivia, by the way. Wonka, <laughs> stealth musical. That ballad yeah. of, of dickheads and whatever for Hunger Games, that was mm-hmm. a fucking musical, wasn't it? Really? I think so. All those people singing it or something. And there's rumour that Joker 2 is going to be more towards musical. Yeah. And I'm wondering, yeah, are they going to do that. that as a musical? I've heard that. Wa- I've heard that. Joaquin Phoenix and... Lady Gaga dancing down the street in, I don't know, I don't Lady know. Lady anyway, David Leach enters in talks for Jurassic World film coming out next year. It's just one of those franchises that's never going to go away. Nah, it's dinosaurs, man. Yeah. They're going, Why don't they just make a new dinosaur film? They can just go, we're going to pump 150 to 200 million into this, and we will 100% make 600 to 700 million worldwide. Yeah. But yeah. it works. Well, that's what I mean. No, not that it works. It's just it wins. The shit. The film's a shit. Yeah. Moana, Moana 2 can't come soon enough. Agreed. Really? Yeah. And the live-action one as well. There's a live-action Moana? Yeah, guess who's playing uh, Maui? Uh, someone white. Uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling. <laughs> if there's any justice in the world, that is. Deadpool 3 will be a bigger crowd pleaser than Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, y- yes. Have you got a sneaking suspicion, though, that Deadpool might be coming to an end? No. No? No. Not yeah. at all. While the character this popular is oh, going to yeah. be in everything. Is, oh, yeah. So we got dead. So we saw we saw the trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine. Look, everyone's picked it to pieces. I don't just want to be another one in a podcast that goes look all these Easter eggs in it. We saw Pyro in there. We saw the twenty first twentieth century Fox symbol that's been decimated. And we reckon it's going to be taking place in the void at the mm-hmm. end of time, or part of the film's going to be taking place there. That's why they have got the TVA coming in. Don't know why we haven't got Mobius in Owen Wilson. I thought that'd be nice to bring him back rather than. Matthew Marsden, but whatever. Um, and we're going to have Wolverine, and there's talk of a Wolverine variant, Deadpool variants, and they reckon if the partnership works as well as they're expecting it's going to be, then these two are going to be in Kang Dynasty and all sorts. The rumour that I've seen is that Deadpool is going to be the one to go through the multiverse to collect heroes together to fight in Secret Wars. Deadpool's going to be the new Nick Fury. Is Hugh Jackman, does he just really love Wolverine? Or yeah. can he? Or can he just not say no? He probably loves paychecks. Well, no, I get that. Like, but he like, likes yeah. buying houses. Yeah, but like he's had to. But he's had to buy one recently. He just had to. Oh, did he divorce? Yeah, apparently it was quite amicable. I'm sure. I'm sure Hugh's love of uh, musical theatre will see him through. Oh, if you know what I mean. Uh oh. Hey, I love musical theatre as well, but Hugh. Uh, same here. Yeah, he really loves it. He, he, he really loves real, it. He sings real loud, mouth yeah. wide open. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> sings. He sings those songs loud. Yeah, but that, you know, I just don't think Hugh Jackman can say no. That's a really weird comment, by like. <laughs> Hugh Jackman can't say no. Um. So yeah, Deadpool and Wolverine. I think. I. Th- I don't think we're gonna have. I think we're gonna have the the Fox cameos. I think mm. there's going to be Fox cameos, Sabretooth, all that shit. But then I think that's going to be a way to draw a line under it and bring Deadpool into this universe. Maybe his universe will collapse. The Fox universe will collapse. You know, that multiverse. There's a, what do they call them? Insurgents? Yeah. Emergence? Some bullshit. Um, but I think that Fox universe is going to collapse into the void. 
they'll they'll prune the whole universe okay. and Deadpool will get out of it, maybe with Wolverine or some I don't know, but I think that's where it's going. And then that's gonna draw a line under Fox. Everything that's been done is done. You got your multiverses now and Deadpool's in Marvel. I just want to see him just F bomb his way through Avengers Kang. And he won't. But he won't. Nah. But it'll be interesting. Um the Fall Guy. Are you interested in seeing the Fall Guy? Nope. Apparently, it was a very popular show in the 70s with Lee Majors. Oh, Lee as Majors, a I remember? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. This is going from the comedy angle. I think this is going to be more Baywatch than yeah, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. yeah. Um, Twister was good in the 90s, said no one. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. It wasn't. It, means wasn't. it wasn't. Yeah, one was it? Come on. I had it on VHS, and the more I think about it, the more I just think it was quite a shit film. Helm Hunt? Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman? Philip Seymour Hoffman's ball bag. Philip Seymour Hoffman's ball bag, supposedly. Do you not remember they had to edit that out? The Hoffman would just sat there with his ball bag hanging out of his shorts. <laughs> and one of, and Carrie Ule, he was in as well. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a good move. There was a very terrible CGI flying cow. Like, come on, it was what, 96? Yep, and that means we're getting another one now with um, the Ryan third best Gosling. Act- the third best actor from Top Gear Maverick. Top Gear? Top Gun Maverick. I thought I was going to say. Glenn Richard Powell? Hammond? Richard Hammond? <laughs> Richard Hammond is in Twisters. <laughs> I just, do you think it's just a game? They're just playing game of Twister. No, it's going to be loads of Twisters all touched down and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes got a trailer. Mm-hmm. Right. Visually stunning. Mm-hmm. Well-made films. Interesting concepts. Fucking boring. Yeah. Do you not think? All everything from the first Planet of the Apes movie has been awful, and I include Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Tim Burton's was that. awful. Tim Burton's was awful, right? The James Franco one was was pretty good. Genuinely, that was that was the, that the one the where Franco played, Franco played a scientist. Yeah, do you remember that yeah. one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then from there, the the ones with Gary Oldman, so it's all just. And I get that they're trying to break down into what is humanity and what is humanity with the apes and stuff, but. For me, it's just I want to find that inner ground between stunning-looking apes and, you know, King Kong Godzilla, where it puts on a metal fucking glove to go to war with Godzilla, with a massive you, monkey do you mean or something. By, do you mean by stunning-looking apes? Do you mean, like, you want to see an ape with a, a luscious set of melons? I just want to see a big hairy ball bagger once on these <laughs> apes. These apes, right, hang around all day long. King Kong, Planet of the Apes. You look at it, you go in a zoo, there's a big hairy monkey sack. Just be honest with yourselves. This is what caused the downfall of cats, where they had all the cat asses in it, and they had to get rid of them as well. So you just want cats. to see ape, ape porn? That's that's what you want to do. You want to see apes brighten? Um, I'm legally not allowed to answer that question for another two years. Um, <laughs> Knuckles, do you want to see a spin-off from Sonic with Knuckles? This is going to surprise you, Paul. Not in any fucking way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about If, where imaginary friends come to life with Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is in a film with John Krasinski, who's directed it and started in it, and it's about imaginary friends that are alive, and it's CGI. These I'm not selling this. These it's motherfuckers will give Whitey money to do anything. Won't they? Just Whitey gets any money they want to make whatever... It's- Bullshit they want. As long sorry, as long as Ryan Reynolds is in it. Inside out two. No. 
<laughs> Stop giving white people money. Quiet Place Day One. No. You know that that we saw in Quiet Place Two, where we saw about twenty minutes of Day One at the beginning. Yeah, now yeah. we're going to see a whole lot more of it. Um, Moana Two. You've said before that you're all up for that for some reason. Yeah. Bob Marley, One Love. Which which other music artist would you want to see a biopic of? Because they're going through them all. We've had Elvis, we've had Bob Marley, we've had Queen, and well, Freddie well, Mercury. Gonna, we've had Elton John. It's going to be John Lennon next. And John I, Lennon? I, I can't wait for them to skim over the fact that he beat up his two wives. They might not. They might go to that another one. No, they will. <laughs> do, you think, do you think John Lennon's next? Do you think that, that's probably the next one, isn't it? Where, or, well, there's, there's a Michael Bowie? Jackson one coming. Has Bowie? Has Bowie? Always had one, I think. I'm sure I've always had one, but Michael, the Michael Jackson one's coming as well. I wonder what that'll. It's like his. It's like well, it's his nephew playing him, so it will focus on that. (laughs) What are you talking about? I was talking about the the Pepsi commercial where he burnt his hair. Oh right, I was talking. I wasn't talking about him fucking kids. I was talking about. I mean, uh, allegedly fucking kids. Allegedly having a long gander at the bumhole. Um. Have you been to see Madam Web? Uh, has it been released? Yes, it has. And um, no, you you were not being alone in the only person to have not gone to see Madam Web. A lot of people haven't. This film is getting slated. Well, it's about it, 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it kind of snuck under the radar for me, if I'm being honest with you. And I'll be honest. Massive, massive uh, marketing campaign. I, it completely missed me altogether. I, I'll be honest with you. I think I messaged you earlier on about this. The only reason that I knew that Madame Webb was a thing was about a week and a half ago. Twitter just started to completely fall in love with this girl called Sydney Sweeney. And I couldn't understand it at all. And I was like, don't, I don't get it. You know, you know, yeah, she's got a, you know, a top shelf mantelpiece. And yeah, I get that. But like, why, why am I being forced to just to see this girl on everything now? And I keep seeing some random clip of her on this TV show, Hot Ones. And I'm like, mm. who is Do you not watch person? Hot Ones? I, I don't know. I've seen a I don't couple know. of them. I've seen the Maya Randolph. Maya Randolph on the scene. Yeah, Hot, Hot Ones is great. I watch all of them. It really is good. I don't have a clue she is. She was in one of the screams, and, she, and no doubt everybody who's under 30 is going to be screaming at this going, oh, duh, she's in... Yeah. I don't know. Twilight. But she's the new... She's the thing at the minute, but that's for young people. We're not supposed to find her attractive. Yeah, but, do you, but do you remember when? But do you remember when people were something, right? Do you remember when people got big because they were in big things? <laughs> but do you remember? Do you, it's not just you had a, a, a rocking set of tits, and not, oh, she's got a rocket set of tits. Let's put her on everything. Oh yeah, tell me more about Marilyn Monroe's Oscar wins. Hold on. Come Hold on. on. Everybody through time is a set of tits, blonde hair. You don't need to have something about it. What do you want? A fucking medical degree. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Kenny Rogers. Can't be. They can't be an act, an actress. Can't just be attractive and good at acting, and that's it. It's like no, they've got to have something about them. Come on, let's go back to your childhood and talk through all these Hold neurosurgeons. Mer- Meryl like. Streep, she's a big actress. I've never once thought, wow, she's got a lovely <laughs> set of coconuts. <laughs> So yes, Sydney, Sydney Sweeney or Sweeney Sydney or whatever fucking name is. Yeah, um, she's in this. Um, spoiler alerts for Madam Web. 
because I don't think anybody's going to go see it. If you are planning on seeing it, get a move on, because I don't think it's going to be out for long. $50 million it's taken worldwide so far on a production budget of about $800 million. Um, whoa, Dakota whoa, Johnson... Whoa, 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 whoa. Its budget was $800 million? $80 million, excuse me. $80 oh, million. Um, so, you, so, yeah, you probably add three times that on for the marketing that they've done. Because it... There's um, Dakota Johnson, who was on Saturday Night Live, saying how uh, this is the perfect movie to take your boyfriend to. Ooh. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's it turns out she's basically saying there's four hot actresses in it, and that's it. And I saw a clip of this where she first realizes her powers or what have you, and the editing is awful and apparently it's not that's not been edited down to the clip i saw that is genuine it's like she leans into a car and then the next shot she sat in the car trying to help someone and you're like what the fuck it's just the editing is awful and apparently there is a lot of creative license with the trailers of how much is shown in the trailers just how much is in the film let's put it that way yeah a lot I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to say it right now in case anybody does want to see it. But if you're going for a Spider-Man film, <laughs> you're not getting a Spider-Man film and you're not getting a Madam Web 2. Um, should we do Cormac Corner or the uh, 30-day movie challenge? Uh, we'll do Cormac Corner. Okay. So Cormac Corner is going to be running until the Oscars. And each episode, you are going to be highlighting another of the best picture winners we've had uh flowers of the killer moon so far we've obviously we've done oppenheimer on the episode we did so what is coming from cormac's corner this week well i went and saw the holdovers with paul giamatti um i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it uh you know alexander payne has probably made he's one of those ones who makes like these kind of true to life kind of movies you know he's done um first movie that i seen his was election i went to see a bite schmidt with uh jack nicholson as well sideways obviously the wine movie with paul giamatti um descendants the george clooney one um but i think this is probably for me number two now to election um oh, better than better than sideways sideways, than sideways. is great yeah. I, I never really liked sideways i haven't been honest with you we're not we're not counting that downsizing, are we? No, we're not going near that. No, um, general just Paul Giamatti plays a teacher in a private boarding school, and he is not forced, but he's kind of fooled into uh, staying on uh, with a few of the boys who just don't or can't or won't go home for Christmas, um, and it's basically just the. Uh, the trials and tribulations of his relationship with with the kids that are there and the cook who's there as well played by divine joy randolph who is absolutely outstanding in it um she plays a uh, a kind of dinner lady whose son went to the school and um, kind of on uh you know a scholarship because she worked there but he's been killed in vietnam um but it's very very emotional the one over thing that i always loved about movies like this is do you know me and you used to always we we talked about stranger things and it was that feel that you always got of the 80s when we first watched stranger things even from the theme tune to how it was shot to the graininess of how they edited stuff um you actually feel like this is a movie from 
the early 70s. You know, that's just how it's shot. It's how all the, you know, the cast scroll and stuff comes up as really, really uh, like oldish 70s kind of cast scroll. Really, really enjoyable. Really, really. It's an outsider. It is an outsider for really? Spectre. Yeah, it's an outsider. Like, And it's one of those ones as well where Alexander Payne's probably one of those directors who people who make movies love. And I wouldn't be overly surprised if people voted for this to win Best Picture. Best Picture, really? Okay. Yeah. Paul Giamatti has been nominated, I think, for Best Actor as well. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you put him? It's all he, up against Killian Murphy at the minute. We got the Baftas tonight as well, which give us a, yeah. a rough indication of which way this is going. But I still, say... I still think, I still think Murphy will win just simply because it's Nolan. I think Nolan more than likely has Best Director wrapped up also. Um, yeah. But I think we all know that if they give away a couple of big enough awards to, if they give Nolan his Oscar, if they give Killian Murphy his Oscar, there's a more open chance that they could give something else best picture because they've appeased Nolan and he's got his Oscar. Okay. So they give, they give the, the, the directors to Nolan and the acting and what have you, but the best picture they did, I think they did that with Moonlighting. Back, uh, Moonlighting, excuse me, Moonlight and La La Land, I think. Yeah. There's a few films like that. Um, so you think it's got outside chance, right? Okay. Very, so... very much outside chance. Very worth, much worth, chance. worth a watch? Worth a watch. 100% worth a watch. Okay. Would you say that's a Friday night or a Sunday afternoon? It is definitely just drink a bottle of wine. <laughs> Maybe on a Friday okay. night, not a, not a Sunday afternoon. Okay, cool. Right. Um, 30 Day Movie Challenge, we're on day six. This is the Cineworld 30 day movie challenge that they put out a while back. Uh, we're on today six or episode six. A film you put on when you feel sad. See, I was thinking about this, right? And I can't mm-hmm. say LA, LA competition for everything. No, you can't. <laughs> LA competition. LA competition. LA competition. Uh, and I, I just thought to myself, what's what's the kind of comfort movies that, that I like to watch? And one that popped into my head was the original Taken of Pelham 123 with Walter Matthau. Okay. Uh, I've probably seen it 15, 20 times. Um, I've tried to watch the the remake, the Travolta Denzel remake. Nowhere near as good. And I think my love for it always ends up in the fact that it was a movie that I was made to watch and I never, I didn't know what it was. I just genuinely had no idea what it was. And I was forced to watch it, and I watched it, and I loved every single minute of it. If you haven't watched the Taken of Pelham one, two, three, I would I would suggest that anybody go to watch it. The last three minutes are probably sums up Walter Matthau as an actor. So why, why, when you feel sad, is it sort of that nostalgia feel? Or... It is. It's just normalcy, isn't it? It's one of the, it's a comfort movie. Like yeah. back in the day, back in the day, if I was. If I was sitting in the house in the weekend, for some reason I would always put on Star Wars. Star Wars was always that kind of thing that I just watched yeah. over and over again. Or just silly things like um, Ben-Hur, El Cid, you know, those kind of, uh, what do you call them, sword and sandals kind of movies. Yeah, yeah. I always used to follow them, Cleopatra's and things like that there. I always used to love those. Uh, See, with me, it's like, with me, it's like, um, I go comedy or something to try and lift that mood, so... The last year, I'm not getting down there, but the last year, you know, I've had a lot of t- days when I've been sat really miserable. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's great to stick on Top Secret. 
Oh, or yeah. Air, Airplane, Airplane 2, uh, All the Naked Guns. I love that kind of humour. Hot Shots, part one and part, uh, part two. Um, I watched Wrongfully Accused the other day with Leslie Nielsen. He did so <laughs> many of these. And and it is stupid. But the gags... What was, what was the one What was the one with Samuel L. Jackson and Amelia Estevez? Um, and loaded, the 48. Loaded, loaded, no, loaded weapon. Loaded, loaded weapon. weapon. I downloaded that the other day. Absolutely <laughs> great to see. They're taking the piss out of lethal weapon. And Estevez comes up, up the stairs in the house. He's got his gun drawn. Kicks the bathroom door open. And Samuel Jackson sat on the toilet. And he goes, what's wrong? And he goes, nothing. Taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he expects him to have a bomb on him or something. He's like, just taking a shit. <laughs> but yeah. Um, or, you know what, Paddington? Genuinely, is has moved into that area really, for me. Of you really I have a hard that film. It's fuck it. Have you watched it? I still haven't. Sit down with your kids. Don't threaten me. And watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just there. sit down with all the family and stick on Paddington and tell me what they think. Because, yeah. well, the second one is a, a work of genius. You, uh, yeah, you, you, you still stay to this day that. Paddington 2 is a perfect movie. Um, yeah, near perfect. Yeah. Maybe that's another one we should do for later on. That's, I don't want to. Perfect, perfect movies. Perfect All right, movies. quick, quickly on what you've been watching this week then. What have you What have you been watching this week? Uh, a couple of things. I'm going to choose two. Um, I'm going to talk. Do you want to talk about what we, I watched last night and you watched today? Uh, I haven't seen it yet, so okay. well, you can I'll, mention well, you've seen it. I'll say, yeah, I'm going to say what But I've seen to be totally it. honest, you don't need to worry about spoilers because <laughs> I kind of know the history, but go on. Well, yeah, but yeah, so yeah. I watched I watched uh, Iron Claw last night with uh, Zac Efron. Um, wow, did he come over to Belfast to see that? <laughs> yeah, he was fucking That's brilliant. Dense. Was fucking what a dense, nice guy. Like, yeah, what a yeah. nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the movie of the, rest, the Von Eric dynasty uh, in wrestling, obviously. I had a lot of love for it because Tex Tornado was what Gary Von Eric was one of my favorite wrestlers when I was younger. And in fact, I believe he was on the superstars that I first watched that made me fall in love with WWF. Was did so- they did he um did they talk about his crash, his his accident? Yes. No, that was right, another okay. that was obviously another thing yeah. I to bring up. Um because I ne- even when I only found that out. Probably yeah, I about, did. about six, seven years ago. Don't say what it is, because it's a new film, and I'm hoping people, if yeah. they're remotely interested, but from what I've heard, it is, it's a film about a wrestling family. It's not a wrestling film. So, give it um, a go. I'm, I'm going to be... Yeah, yeah, but there, do you know what? There's a lot of wrestling in it. There's a lot of old school right, okay. uh, wrestling stuff in it, and I, I, all I can say is that I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, what else did you say? Uh, I'm going to talk about Gladiators, the TV show. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So obviously back in the mid early nineties, Gladiators was absolutely Auga by John Faxon yeah. there. Sure, John yeah, Faxon they had American Gladiators. Yeah. So yeah. Ulrika Johnson and John Faxon used to present it. So it's been presented by Bradley and uh, the other Walsh. Um and all I can say is this, right? Now I don't know if I'm remembering things wrong. Back in my day, the gladiators were actually good. At the actual things they were doing, yeah, 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 they were, weren't they? Like they were actually. I've noticed, good. I haven't seen this new series. Like Cobra, I remember Cobra 
on the bars. You know, Cobra, nobody yeah, could yeah. get past Cobra on the ropes or the bars. He couldn't Light, get lightning on the lightning on the uh, rings that hang down. Ring, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, and like just and take you out every time. The gauntlets. Do you remember trying to get past Wolf at the end of the gauntlet? You just couldn't yeah, yeah. get past him. These guys are shit. Like they are fucking awful at, at actually being gladiators. They've got like all they are. They are personas. They're, they're nothing else. And like, I want to talk about this guy specifically called Viper, right? So Viper is the bad guy. You know, he's the guy that always looks, he looks like this all the time. Yeah. Right. The wolf, the the one yeah, the crowd is supposed yes. to boo. Yeah. He is, he is, he is wolf. He is all intense purposes wolf. But the problem that Viper has, right, is he is the fucking worst gladiator that I have ever witnessed in my entire life. He is like fucking wet paper. Like anybody knocks him over, anything knocks him over. He is shit at running. He can't run. He can't tackle anybody. He's at the end of the gauntlet. And every single episode that I've watched, they sorry, I'll explain the gauntlet. The gauntlet is five gladiators stand in this kind of puff kind of uh, like orb. And the guy has to run through them. One of them has like a like a big bat, and one has like two big like fucking Hulk fucking punching gloves. One has, you know, a couple other things, whatever. They're all padded. And you have to try and get through them from start to finish. Every episode I've watched, Paul, they've all made it through. Like there's not been once that they've been stopped in the gauntlet. And it was like the gauntlet back in the day was it was like just yeah, it was, it was like, always the one just before the yeah, it was just Warrior the, the and all that yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just before the Eliminator. And it was like a second biggest. Shit. They are shit. Um, What did I watch? Okay, I've got to watch Gladiators now, but yeah. Oh, it, looks... it, it is. It is. It, it's camp horrible. See, I'm looking at a picture of Viper. And, and is, he, is he like this? Yeah. And <laughs> I guess if that, if that guy was to walk in, all vascular from a hot workout, people will think, Fucking hell, we're going to be afraid of this guy. Yeah. And I can absolutely you know, you know, imagine him being shit. Do you know what the thing is about him as well? He doesn't talk. He just pushes people. So he's got, he's got no fucking personality either. So he's shit at being a gladiator. He's not tough and he's got no personality. And they, they've, they've hung their fucking, they've hung their bags of sand on this guy to be wolf. All right. Um, what did I watch? Right. Okay. So I watched the internet style in Jason Statham in Beekeeper. Okay. David Ayer's be the beekeeper. I'm waiting for the David Ayer cut of the beekeeper to come out. I'm sure it'll be better, but this can, one. Can I ask a question? Yes. Is he a beekeeper? Yes. Okay, thank you. Is he also ex-special forces? Of course. Well, yes. Listen, that question didn't need, yeah. need to be asked. He's, yeah, Statham yeah. is the new Steven Seagal. I, yeah. I just, as soon as it started, I'm like, is ex-special forces, ex-CIA, and yes, he is ex special forces of the CIA who work outside of the CIA because they're so damn tough they don't work in the system. Gotcha. They keep the hive running. Basically, uh, they keep oh, democracy running. Oh, and that's um, how he's a beekeeper. Oh. Yeah, but he's also a beekeeper. Oh, oh, right. This film is essentially John Wick if the dog was an all-black woman. If you want to know the review, the Movie Chef review, that's what they the killed bees. my bees. No, 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 no. They're the, an endangered it, species. That's no, no, what I thought it was well, like. the, no, 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 no. Well, that's that kind of pushes him over the edge. Well, what God, I'm a spoiler alert, but there is a is dis, there, there is 
Is there a climate change undertone to it? No, there isn't. It's John okay, Wick. Right, okay. Think of the film John Wick. Think what happens. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And think what... he basically starts an entire movie of carnage. Okay. Change the do- change the dog to an old black woman. <laughs> there's always there's always like an older actor who plays the mentor. Is there Jeremy Irons? No, Jeremy Irons. I, no, I was going to try and guess who it was. I wasn't going to guess Irons, but yeah. I'm coming for you. I'm going to come and fill you. Do you know what? I was keeping track of the B puns. <laughs> I really am a busy bee. It's like fucking <laughs> Bad song. He's coming to kill the queen. <laughs> and she's like, every, they, they have to start saying Regis's death. All now. that honey. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, the thing about any bees. They stay together. It's like, I, just, I would have loved Guy Ritchie to write this script for David Ayer to direct. But you know what? As an as a decent action film, it's say, not bad. It's but you always bad. you always enjoy the like. I would if there's one person in this world, right? If there's one person in this world who I think would stand in front of a bullet for Jason Statham, I think you would because I think you personally are keeping him in trousers and socks because you Why see standing every... in front of me. I've got a jar of honey. <laughs> but yeah, change change the dog to a dead woman and. Uh... That's pretty much the catalyst for it's. It's just one of these of like nobody stops and thinks and just goes. Should we just apologise to him? Yeah, <laughs> you know. No, like, keep going. But he's murdered fifteen hundred of us. No, keep going. <laughs> it's, there's a point in it, right? There's a point in it. Oh fuck it, right? Where the president is in a building, and he is on his way. They all know he's on his way. He gets sighted, and instead of immediately evacuating the president. To just hang around and wait to see what happens. Yeah, he's got through. He's got through fifteen hundred Secret Service agents. He will get through that door that's been locked by Jeremy Irons. Um, but no, you know what? Uh, watch it. Watch the Beekeeper. Okay. I watched. Okay, from from great to absolute dog shit. David O. Russell's Amsterdam. Oh really? Okay. Dog shit. Really? So shit. What has happened to David O. Russell? No idea. But he's he's taken John David Washington, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and then a plethora of a supporting cast who were all probably getting paid fifty quid to be there. Rami Malek, Robert De Niro, fucking uh, Timmy Fiolafont. There's there's so many. Taylor Swift shows up for about twenty seconds at the beginning, and it is dire. It's a murder mystery, but it is devoid of. I, I, I forgot about the abuse claims yeah maybe we should maybe we should do a a dark desserts on david o russell but there was some distinct but yeah amsterdam was dog shit up there with like babylon is like i cannot believe they got margot robbie in these two films that and i get it it's them being artists and directors and auteurs and you're like Mm -hmm. nah it's a fucking it's a it's a murder mystery film and it was a shit one at that um and i also do you remember how good three kings was though yeah, and then, and then, and then he made yeah. friends with, and then he made friends with Bradley Jude Cooper Law. and Jude Law. I heard Huckabees. I heard Huckabees. Well, um, yeah. And I started watching Gran Turismo. Okay. Which is set in Cardiff, Wales. Okay. Nobody told the cast. <laughs> Jimon Hunsu. Jimon Hunsu is the father to the young lad. Yeah, bruv. Yeah, I'm the fastest 
driver in all the town, mate. Yeah, bruv. Yeah, I'm going to go out racing, bruv. Yeah. And you're like, you've never been to Wales in your life. And there was nobody. Jerry Halliwell was his mum. What? Posh Spice, uh, Ginger Spice was his mum. Jimon Hooson was his dad. None of them, for some reason, they were still in Wales. And then you've got Orlando Bloom fucking slagging himself around trying to get some a racing a race car, a race car tournament for the best drivers in all the world, the best Gran Turismo play. And then that's when I realised it's an advert for the Gran Turismo game. That's all it is. It's a fucking advert. Every bit where he's sat there and and he's oh, I remember all these different courses, different layouts, and and you're like, it, it's almost as bad as that Russell Crowe film, um, the one where he went nuts. Beautiful mind. No, three days of something or other, and he like it got into the Prius, and he's in his Prius, and he's like, wow, it's even got touchscreen navigation. Automatic as well. And it's like, you're selling the fucking car in the film. Stop it. And this is just an advert for Gran Turismo. And I just went, nap, see ya. Just turned it off. Can't be fucked with it. Wow. Can't be asked. So between non-authentic Welsh people and advertising video game. They they weren't even trying to be Welsh. That's what I mean. No, tried, there was nobody. There was like one gobshite who was sat in the back of somebody's car who was a typical oh, hello taffy, you know. And apart from that, she was even she was even talking to a woman in a department store right at the beginning, and the the other customer in the shops like you're white, love. You're like none of you have ever been to fucking Wales. Who directed it? I can't give a fuck. Neil Blomkamp. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. Fair. He's African. Mm. Okay, <laughs> and he's not made a good movie in fifteen years. So. He hasn't made a good movie since District Nine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't think I don't know what else he's going to do. Right. Sorry, Neil, but that's <laughs> him off the fucking interview list. Yeah, fuck. Cheers, Neil. Jesus, let's get him on to talk about fucking Chappie. Right. <laughs> um, Neil, if you're listening, mate, Chappie Sorry, was shit man. as well. <laughs> Who did Hardcore Henry? Do you remember that? Have you ever seen Hardcore Henry? Is that the Jared Butler? Nah, it's all filmed first person. Oh yes, the video game one. Yes, yeah. where uh, yeah, people told them to do things through the th- yeah, 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 South African guy, District Nine, Shalto Copley. Shalto Copley was in it. Is that his name, Shalto Copley? Copley, yeah, Shalto Copley. I've never known his name. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Better if we were Irish, it'll learn his name. Probably Barry Keonan. I saw, oh. I saw Barry. I saw Barry Keonan on Hot Ones. Was he? He doesn't come across to me as somebody who can actually be funny. He's from Cork. Yeah. Is he from? Is he from Cork? Yeah, Cork. Yeah. Yeah. Now, from what you've told me about people from Cork, I believe you. Yeah. They're fucking weird. <laughs> But Cork, Cork, excuse me, Cork believes itself to be the the the, the what the antithesis of of Irishness. They have. Is this... it got the the stone and all that? Is that where that Blarney stone is? Yeah, maybe. Don't know. Uh, to be honest, it's one. It's a small fucking island. It's near everything, isn't it? Um. Oh. Okay. Right. <laughs> spoiler alert time. Spoiler. Spoiler review. Spoiler. 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 Uh, are, Aquaman... are we even? Are we even going to call it a review? Let's, let's no, we're just, gonna. Yeah, let's just let's just this, call it be it a This here, like. is a eulogy for the DCEU. 
first of all, let's talk about the elephant in the room. That elephant being Amber Heard. Yes. Let's just get rid of it now and talk about the hot mess that this film is afterwards. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. They have edited the fuck out of this film to keep her in it. Yeah. To keep it at an absolute minimal. At one point, she's running around screaming about a baby or something about being a mum and blah, blah, blah. Then in the very next scene, he's having a beer with his dad talking about being single dads. Yeah. They've li- I think all those scenes with his dad were refilmed when it was with her. I think the bulk of the relationship was supposed to be her and her, her and Arthur and Mira living in that house, you mm-hmm. know, raising the kid. And I think they've reshot it all to bring his dad back, which I'm not complaining about because I much prefer to see his dad than that sh- bed shitter. But. Well, I, uh, it's, I don't think it's a terrible movie. All right. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't think it's a terrible movie. I also don't think it's a good movie. But you can tell that this movie has been pulled and edited apart like shit. Breaking news. Christopher Nolan has won Best Director at the BAFTAs for Oppenheimer. Okay. Got yeah. one. If there's going to be some uh, oh, amazing scarfs being... Best British Director? I don't know. I mean, it's just... Two, isn't it? My mates just text me and told me, I don't know, I'm in the middle of a podcast. It's just text oh, me and told me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, fucking hell. Right, so anyway, um, go on, tell me what the problem is with it then. I just don't think that it's that bad of a movie. Like, I really don't. You, you can tell that it's been hodgepodged. 110% you can tell what's been hodgepodged. But I'm trying to really hard to, to try to distinguish between I had no joy watching this movie whatsoever. It's not good. No. But I just don't think it was terrible. Does that make any sense? I think we've had enough superhero films now to to put it on a level. Yes. And this was near the bottom. Oh, uh, yes. 100%. The visual effects are terrible. The bad guys are terrible. The humor's awful. But Why? It's, why is enough it's visual effects? Enough... Why, why are the visual effects on on every DC movie in the last six to seven years so awful? Marvel as well, and well, this is I'll tell you why, and I think I've said it before because now Marvel or DC or Warner whoever go to the company and say, okay, Mister Special Effects Company, Mister Special Effects Company, uh, we want you to um, do the CGI on Aquaman jumping in and out of the water. Um, okay, that'll be... Uh, we'll we'll do that for $1,000. Okay. But what it also has to have is uh, 75 explosions in the background and a bunch of other waves and a sea turtle floating on the back of a seahorse. Right, that's 2000 Go, do it. So these companies are bidding the lowest amount possible to be able to work on a Marvel or DC movie. The, the, the bidding the bare minimum, it's a race to the bottom. The movie companies are piling in all the extra shots and stuff that to get more value for their money. And then the overworking the staff, you know, 23 hour days, six days a week, not giving them a holiday. Fucking some people will leave in Marvel dues like in tears and worn out. They're on about suing Marvel because of the way they've been treated. Um, and I, and I just think we're in this place now where the, the companies want that many special effects shots and such. A, I, this could have been, a really good Aquaman film, even if you just half the amount of shit going on in it. 
No, yeah. I don't mean just half the set pieces. But at one point, it's like they get to the islands. They get in this island, and then suddenly there's like a whole scenes with giant fucking monsters and all these weird creatures walking around them. And then there's a bit with a bridge that they've got to get over, and it's a and uh, the whole escaping from the uh, the underground prison. And it's like it's got to be bigger and better than the last one. Nothing's nothing's restrained anymore. Yeah, and and that that is now because they've only got so much money to spend. These production special effects companies aren't saying, "Oh, we can't do that." They're saying, "Yeah, we'll deliver it," and it ends up being shit. So, why then? Why then would somebody like James Gunn not bite the bullet on this and go, "No, we're not going to release this. We're going to make our money back through the insurance that we give to bury it, like we've done on a couple of other movies." Why not? just start use this as ground zero and let's build on on what we want our dcu to be i don't understand the thought process behind let's just keep making subpar to abysmal movies just to get them out just to get them out and keep our name in it when all it's doing is dragging the dc name through the mud this is what they've done with this i think they fully expected this film to do 700, 800 million off the back that the last one did over a billion. And I don't think anyone would have not gone and seen it because it's an Amber Heard film, because Amber Heard's in it. I don't yeah. think they would have had any, any of that. I didn't go see it because, A, I know it's not leading anywhere because we're they've announced this DCU now, so we know it's, gonna, it's not going anywhere. And, B, I don't give a shit about this character. Yeah. I, I don't care. I don't care about what he's, he's king of Atlantis and he makes a point all along that he don't want to be the fucking king and he's shit at it and he's shit at being king and it bores him. And what what exactly is the story here? What I I did not follow. There was one of these kingdoms that was going and he needed his brother's help, lo and behold. And you know what? Patrick Wilson was probably the best part of this. As he generally is. Yeah. But he was... He was the first, the first film that annoyed me, Aquaman and Mira are going and uh, walking around Greece, was it or Sicily yeah, or somewhere yeah, in the first film? Cyprus, Cyprus it, or Greece or something. And it was this twee fucking scene where it's a you know a bit of a meet cute and loved up together and wistful glances over flowers and then she eats one of the flowers because she didn't know she can't do that and you're like. She's been to Earth many times. She'll know she can't eat fucking flowers. And, flowers, and then this one... flowers under the fucking sea as well. Yeah. And then this one, Patrick Wilson's walking around, and it's like, oh, you can eat the cockroach. Yeah, everybody eats cockroaches. And you're just like, are you telling me he just has no comprehension of what humans eat? Or I don't get it. Is he? Are they all that thick? Are they all fucking morons? That they just it's, eat insects yeah, and cockroaches and roses and flowers? It's a movie by numbers, isn't it? It's a movie by numbers. And that's, it's kind of, we talked about a few weeks back about uh, superhero fatigue. You know, we're, we're all oh, yeah. suffering through superhero fatigue. And this is why I always find it surprising that DC just keep bringing these things out. We all know they're rubbish. They know it's bad. They're, they didn't even put any money into the fucking marketing of the movie. They knew how bad it was. That you knew why would we spunk fucking two hundred million up up a wall when we know that nobody's going to go see this movie anyway? But I did yeah. notice this morning that the box office worldwide is four hundred and seventy million. Yeah, 
I'm now you're, very, you're saying I'm very surprised at that. What you thought it'd be more or less? I thought it'd be a lot less. Uh, the numbers are saying it had a production budget of two hundred and five million. Worldwide box office is two point five times the production budget. Normally, what you say is um, your worldwide box office needs to be three times your, your production budget to cover mm -hmm. the marketing costs and start making a project. It's short of that. Now, why and Flash? That was the same same sort of numbers. So why is why the Coyote versus Acme getting canned? Why is Batgirl getting canned? Because of films like this. But with this one, you can't write off 200 million. Mm. But it's an absolute waste. Absolute waste. Um, so look, we we're in this we're in this world where we're learning more about Atlantis. He's gone back to the old king again. I, I genuinely I don't know the story. What was some bad guy was coming out again and Yeah, and, and then and then you know, lo and behold, they threw the, the, the climate change uh, thing in the Atlanta, like you know what Wakanda did in the Marvel. Yeah, we're coming. We're going to show people ourselves now, and Atlantis is coming to, you know, back to show everybody, you know, who we are, and blah 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 blah. And then it just turned into some climate change movie, and it was just seen. Yeah. But where, like, where did where did this come from? Like, where where is all this coming from or going to? Or it just it get... was just so many, so many just things just thrown at a wall. I can get that usually. An Aquaman film would be the best one for climate change. I, I, I can fully buy into, you know, a film of some guy in Atlantis, in the Underworld Kingdom, is pissed off about humans throwing rubbish in the sea. So he's going to attack humans. Arthur needs to get an army together from the other kingdoms to stop him. Done. There, there's, a, there's a plot. It's got real world feelings. This is some twat on an island... And they go to this island that's got massive canyons in it and shit like that. And we're just left in a point of crappy editing, awful humour. I mean, Nicole Kidman was in this. That Willem Dafoe played an absolute blinder. And they did the old, oh, yeah, he died off screen. Oh, yeah. oh he died. Willem Dafoe was... Nicole Kidman is skint. So she keeps telling you what she turned up for, I don't know. How much, how much realistically do you think that Nicole Kidman would have got paid for that movie? I don't give a fuck. I is don't know. Still a, is she still a name? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Is she still a $10 million, $10 million woman? Nah, no way. Nowhere near 10? Nah, I'd say so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a look now. But So come on then, what was the redeeming the redeeming of this then? Um, I thought, again, I thought Patrick Wilson was good. Um, I really think that they they should have lent a wee bit more on Mantis. I thought he was a good character. I thought you know the human level of you know he he is just one track mind after Aquaman because he killed his father, and I am going to kill you because you killed my yeah. father. You know they they completely underused him in this. Um, I think that there were some of the the kind of battle sequences that were kind of taking place. And you know what? As the movie went on, uh, Jason Momoa seemed, I don't know whether it was a conscious thing, but he seemed to start enjoying the character even more because at the start, everything just seemed forced and they were just trying to make so many statements. Um, but they're just, it just, it never really offended me. It never really offended me that much. Look, okay, yeah, right. I, it didn't offend me. It didn't offend me. It would have done if I'd have paid to go see it at the cinema. Yeah. But I didn't. I saw it at home. I rented it. Rent, actually paid for it at home. It, it didn't offend me. But 
if you want to talk about what D- the DC was at the end, and you watch this film against Man of Steel, mm-hmm. or you watch this against... Fucking that's about it, really. Um, if you put this against Man of Steel for where it was and where it's gone to, and it's just got so many different influences. James Wan is a horror director. I I was half expecting this to be much, you know, Aquaman to be a dark, grimy action horror film mm-hmm. as opposed to an attempt to try and marvelize it. H- hiring Randall Park as one of the uh, bad guys. That made no sense. It was just wasn't right for this film. It, that character, it's like, why do we need the, the 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 doctor with a good heart but a bad brain who sees the error? Why do we need that in these kind of films? It it it, it was just them trying to be Marvel. It's because it's because he's been told by Marvel that Ant Man's never getting another movie again. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren uh, said that this film has been chopped and chained, and he said it was a completely different film that got released. I'm like, well, yeah, we're not going to see that, Dolph. Just, that's done. Yeah. That's that's not happening. You got, but your, just, you, got your, you got your 200 grand, Dolph. Shut up. But just for me, it was like, I, I, I don't enjoy the world. I, I don't think the world building is anything. I don't understand Atlantis. Wakanda, you understand it as a living, breathing place, and you kind of get a feel for what the norms are, the society. This, at one point, they're in a... It's just decisions that take me out of the film, and that's what pisses me off. So at one point, they're in Imanorma in one of the underwater crafts going to Atlantis, and the both inside the vehicle is filled up with water because the hair's waving around. But they're talking to each other like normal instead of blah, 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 we're underwater. But in Justice League and other films like that, we've seen them have to create... cartoon rules. Well, hang on. They've created air bubbles in Justice League. Remember when they'd create an air bubble oh, yeah. underneath the water to talk? And now in these films, they can just talk, chat with each other underwater, no problem. And then if they're in a vehicle with a, a hood and a windscreen driving underwater, why have they filled it with water? Yeah. They don't well, need water to live. You don't need water to live. So why have you filled it with water? And if you do need water to live, because we saw he got his strength from the water... Then why have a, a a hood on the car? Why have you gone to all the effort to be in an underwater car that's enclosed that you then fill with water to make the hair very badly CGI wave around in it? Why aren't these motherfuckers cycling around with underwater bicycles? I'm just saying. It's little things <laughs> like that. I agree with you. I agree with I'm you. Just... I'm, not, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm dying over here. So look, it didn't offend me. It was just... It would... But this it's two hundred million yeah. dollars of an Aquaman film that you just sit there watching it, thinking, "How? Why? Why is this the best idea you've come up with?" I'm Aquaman, and I want my trident to take the throne. My brother's on the throne is a bad guy. I've taken the throne. End of first film. Second film, bad guy has a trident that we need to get off of him, otherwise he'll take the throne. We need to get my brother to team up with me to get another trident. Do I, you? Do you believe that James Gunn's DCU has ended before it's finished, before it started? Well, anyway, no. Is I think it needs all this year of just push everything back, just start afresh, and then gradually they maybe they introduce. Won't do that. They won't do that. They will. They are because Superman. They're too, they're too afraid. These movies still make money. 
Superman is good. They're doing the new one. It's a new. We're gonna. We'll look at the DCU when Superman comes out. But the Superman Legacy is going to come out, and it is resetting a lot of this. And I think he's going to forget about Flash. He's going to forget about Aquaman, and he's just going to start his story. There's going to be um, an Amanda Waller TV series. So I think there's going to be elements. Think is obviously he's going to get his wife a job, but the Amanda Waller, the the, the all that team, what do they call them? Task Force X, all them. Yeah. I think they'll bring a bit of that back into it, and I think he'll just create this world with the bits that he liked, the bits that worked, the bits that didn't work, get rid of them, um, and just carry on as a universe. That's I, I just there's nothing more you can do. It's fucked. Yeah, the whole the whole thing is fucked. Yeah, and I'm only pissed off about it because we've seen it takes. Took Marvel ten years. Took them what five years to get to an Avengers film. So we're talking another probably a solid ten years before we look at anything like a, a cool, well done Justice League film. Yeah, and I'll be in my fifties by then. And the time when we've got to enjoy this shit, and you're putting it in the hands of people who just chop it to pieces, don't invest the money where it's needed, spend the money elsewhere, and just do. A fucking boring plot. What was the one with the where they're on the the island? Like I say, and the the they had to go over a bridge and he had to push the statue down and it would put. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And there's I can't even remember any action scenes from it. I can't remember anything. Yeah, <laughs> nah. And do you know was... what? I'll tell you how bad it is. I keep in my mind because it's been like three weeks, three weeks since I seen it. I keep in my mind mixing this up with Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Do you know what? Probably had more fun watching this than Wakanda Forever. Yeah. More fun. Wakanda Forever was probably the better film. It was still shit. Yes. <laughs> Serious, we're not meant for these anymore. Is there, Have we're you not, got anything? They're not meant for us. They're not, they're not I understand meant you enjoyed it, and I'm not saying anybody's wrong for enjoying it. If you enjoyed it, fair enough. That's great. But that's, for but that's, me. That's the dichotomy, though, isn't it? You can enjoy a movie with knowing that it isn't good, but my overarching feeling between everything of what we've watched of DC is they they keep drooling these movies out, uh, Shazams and Flashes and Aquamans and Wonder Womans, and they're just not going anywhere. It's exactly what Marvel have done, and and you know we're not just criticizing DC. It's exactly what Marvel have done in the last six years, maybe four, five years. Like it's going nowhere. None of the movies are going everywhere. They're not leading into anything. So, and we know that there's no end game with Aquaman. So, why would you emotionally invest yourself in a movie that you know is going nowhere? And yeah. that's exactly why I'm not. That's exactly why you know I'm kind of nonplussed about it. Yep, I abs- I'm absolutely there with you. Um... The BAFTAs are happening as we're as we're recording. Um, Killian Murphy has won Best Actor. Yep. Emma Stone, yeah, Best Actress things, yep. for uh, Pretty Things. Um, by the look of it, Barbie has gone home empty-handed. Well, Michael J. Fox presented the final award, Best Film. I'm pretty sure that was Oppenheimer. Um, Sorry, what? Nothing. Didn't say anything. Okay, so... <laughs> right, now, quiz time. Quiz, we'll see you've had quiz, to relocate. Quiz. I have had to relocate. I am now lying on my bed. It's not a warm so, bed either. 
Oh my heavens! I don't see you on a waterbed. I know, don't. It's disgusting. <laughs> Even I was sicken myself <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a quiz on the DCEU. What's oh. left of it? Oh. Um, now you may find some of these questions sound a little simple. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a simple man, folks. I've had a very busy week. So there are um, a hell of a lot of points up for grabs this week. Okay. You've got a get... chance to you've got a chance for a top score. Okay. I gotta get my notes. Let me get my notes. Okay. So first round is gonna be multiple choice. Second round, um I t- I've taken advice from you from last week. It's okay. going to be an odd, odd one out round. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then last one is on DCEU taglines. Okay. So nice. we've got three rounds. First one, multiple choice. Get your pen and paper. Um, as always, if you're playing with yourself or playing with other people, even if you're at home playing with the kids, I hope you enjoy yourself. And tweet us at podmoviechef. Um, email us podmoviechef at gmail.com. Uh, find us on social media, X everywhere like that, at Pod Movie Chef. Let us know your score and let us know any quizzes that you would want to take part in. So, come, are you ready for the DCEU funeral quiz? Let's rock it. Um, so, we're going to do the first round, multiple choice, okay? So, very simple. I'm going to ask you a question. I'll give you three possible answers. You need to tell me which is correct. Okay. First of all, which DCEU film was the highest grossing at the worldwide box office? Okay. Now, do you want multiple choice answers? Shall I give you them or? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Is it Aquaman, Batman mm-hmm. versus Superman, or Wonder Woman? Okay. Which DCEU film was the highest grossing at the worldwide box office? Was it Aquaman? Was it Batman versus Superman? Or was it Wonder Woman? Okay. Yeah, got it. Okay, question, question two. Which DCEU film scored the lowest at the worldwide box office? Okay. Was it Birds of Prey, Blue Beetle, or Wonder Woman 84? I think when all those films came out. <laughs> think when all those movies come out. Just think, just think when those films come out. Come, come think, come out. Mm-hmm. Think, did was there anything little uh, pandemic something? <laughs> Lots of coughing, sniffles. <laughs> <laughs> the old little C going the around. Small C, it's the small C. The small C. Oh, I got caught the caught the little C, not the big C. Uh, which film scored lowest at the worldwide box office? Was it Birds of Prey, Blue Beetle, or Wonder Woman '84? You got something? Good. Which film, DCEU film, scored the highest on Rotten Tomatoes? Was it Shazam, The Suicide Squad, or Wonder Woman? Ooh. All right, okay. I'm going to choose that one just because, you know, ladies and everything. Sisters, I do sure. Yeah, Shazam was very well regarded. It was, and I, I know this. And I was, I, I was writing Sha, and then I decided, no, wow. Shamon, 
Whoa. Which DCEU film scored the highest on Rotten Tomatoes? Was it Shazam, The Suicide Squad, or was it Wonder Woman? You know what's coming next now, don't you? Which DCEU film scored the lowest, the lowest. on, Rotten, on Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes? Was it Suicide Squad, Black Adam, or Aquaman 2? Aquaman and the Lost Dickheads of someone. Okay. Okay. I'm going to write that. Which film scored the lowest on Rotten Tomatoes? Was it Suicide Squad? Was it Black Adam or Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom? Okay. In the, in the Suicide Squad, how many members of the Suicide Squad were initially dispatched to Corto Maltese at the start of the film? Okay, I'm going to really ask a really stupid question. The Suicide Squad is James Gunn's one, isn't it? Yes. In And I'm not giving you multiple choice on this. So in okay. the Suicide Squad... How many members of the Suicide Squad, Task Force X, were initially dispatched to Corto Maltese at the start of the film? Do you mean the first wave or the second wave? I'm just asking you a question, Carl. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, next category. Next, next round. Next round. Connections. So, I'm going to ask you some questions, and then afterwards I'm going to ask you what is... The odd one out. Okay. Okay. Question one. Which DCEU film comes first if watched in chronological order? Okay. Which DCEU film comes first in chronological order? Okay. Okay. Question two. Which DCEU hero spends the majority of their time in Philadelphia? Which DCEU hero spends the majority of their time in Philadelphia? Yeah. Number three. Whose real name is Victor Stone? Whose real name is Victor Stone? Number four. Which DCEU character appeared in six DCEU movies, but never their own film? That's a tough one. I'll add an extra word in it, might make it easier. Which DCEU character appeared in six DCEU movies, but never their own solo movie? Okay. <laughs> whose parents, sorry, whose parents' human names are Henry and Nora? Whose parents' human names are Henry and Nora? Yeah. And 
six six question or the odd one out which of those answers is the odd one out we'll come back to that when we come back to it at the end but i think out of all those answers you're given which would be the odd one out if i was asking you for a connection between the rest okay yeah i think okay. i think i have it yeah i've yeah. got faith in you this isn't exactly yeah you should be... yeah yeah mm. i think you it's kind of one of those ones where you may have purposely made it easy for me mm. or or you've thrown a red heron in there somewhere <laughs> last round <laughs> dceu taglines the taglines to films i'm going to give you the tagline you need to come on the poster you need to tell me what that film is okay just just don't bother aquaman 2 <laughs> what a load of shit um first one a tide is coming well if it's not this a tide is coming that famous tide man movie tide man tidal ocean man number 2 Pray for Gotham. Okay. Pray for Gotham. Okay. Number three. Power born from rage. Okay. Power born from rage. Is it like power with a, a fist up? Fist up where? <laughs> By the way, urbanadulttoys.com. Use the code URBAN10 for 10% off your uh, all your... Marital aids. Marital aids. Um, number four. A new era of wonder begins. Okay. A new era of wonder begins. Okay. And number five. He's the first superhero in his family. He's the first superhero in his family. I feel like I'm just writing the same things down over and over again. Okay, let's get your answers then. Right. First lot, multiple choice. DCEU, what's the highest at the worldwide box office? Aquaman, Batman versus Superman, or Wonder Woman? Aquaman? Aquaman, 1.1 billion. Wonder Woman was about 900 million. Batman versus Superman was not that much. Uh, what was the lowest at the worldwide box office? Birds of Prey, Blue Beetle, or Wonder Woman 84? Yeah, so I couldn't remember Birds of Prey or Wonder Woman 84, which one came out during the pandemic. So I've just guessed it, and I've went Birds of Prey. The answer is Blue Beetle. That only came out last August. 128 million worldwide. So you tricked me. I asked you a question with three possible answers. But um, while Birds of Prey did come out at the start of February 2020, it was one that was still in the uh, the movies. It did 201 million. Uh, it came out on the February the 7th. Wonder Woman 84, whilst again it was released in the pandemic, it made 166 million at the no box office way. blue beetle um is um down in 129 million uh, shazam fury of the gods 132 million for anybody who thinks that one as well 
Shazam Fury of the Gods 132. Wow. They are um, awful numbers. Awful. Now, uh, which scored highest on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, was it Shazam, The Suicide Squad, or Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman is the right answer. 93% Shazam, the first Shazam, and The Suicide Squad got 90, 90% each. Which one has got the lowest score on Rotten Tomatoes? Suicide Squad, Black Adam, or Aquaman and the Lost? Somewhere there. I went Black Adam. It's Suicide Squad. Ooh. Black Adam's about 38%. Suicide Squad's 26 Aquaman's about 36 But yeah, uh, Suicide Squad. Oscar winning Suicide Squad. The only <laughs> film from this debacle to win an Oscar. Uh, lowest rated. Okay. In the Suicide Squad, as you kindly uh, ruined the question, how many members of the Suicide Squad were initially dispatched to Corto Maltese at the start of the film? It? No. None? But for, for bonus points, can you name? So if you're going for eight, do you want to get eight bonus points and name the members that were dispatched? It was Michael Rooker. Okay, the, no. the guy who took his arms off. There was uh, Pete Davidson. Uh... <laughs> Was James Gunn's brother? Yeah, the Don't girl, uh, James Gunn's brother. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Ratman, Weasel. Okay, so one point. <laughs> um, the answer is fourteen. So you were right. There were two groups dispatched to yeah Corto Maltese, and for a bonus points, for, I can't believe you'd given up all these points. You could have had. Harley Quinn, Rick Flag, Captain Boomerang, the Detachable Kid, Mongol, Javelin, Savant, Blackguard, Weasel, who you mentioned, Bloodsport, King Shark, Ratcatcher, Polka Dot Man, and Peacemaker, who were all dispatched to Cotamotis. So well, I'm I'm still putting that as a W because I got one point. So there you go. You give yourself a point for every one of those 14 points available. Shame on you. Connections odd one out. Okay, first of all, which DCEU film comes first if you watch them chronologically? Wonder Woman? Yes, correct. Which DCEU hero spends the majority of their time in Philadelphia? Shazam. Shazam. Whose real name is Victor Stone? Cyborg? Cyborg is correct. Which DCEU character appeared in six DCEU movies but never their own solo movie? Batfleck? Batfleck is correct. Six times he appeared, never in his own solo. He did have, obviously, Batman versus Superman, which it does not count. Whose parents' human names are Henry and Nora? Flash? Flash is correct. Yay. I was trying to throw you off by saying human names. Just, <laughs> it, it seemed devilishly easy, to be honest. And name the odd one out of those uh, answers you've given me. Uh, Shazam, because he's not part of the Justice League. That's exactly right. Couldn't yeah. think of anything more clever than that. <laughs> so that's six points there. So give yourself a bonus point if you said Shazam was the odd one out because he is not in the DCEU Justice League. Taglines. Uh, a tide is coming. Aquaman. Which one? First one. Correct. Second, pray for Gotham. Batman versus Superman. No. Birds of Prey. Pray for really? Gotham, P-R-E-Y. Oh, pray for Gotham. Oh, cheeky. Power born from rage. 
Black Adam? Black Adam is correct. A new era of wonder begins. WW84? Correct. He's the first superhero in his family. Shazam? No. That is Blue Beetle. Can I believe he didn't get the Blue Beetle? Um, So you've got one... uh, Come on, help me out. One, two... Thirteen. Thirteen. And there was 37 on offer, so... Well done. Well done. Hold on. I was going to do the Steve Wright clap, but you sadly died this week. Do you know what? Yeah. I think every odd episode we talk about Steve Wright, laugh. Oh, well, this isn't the Steve Wright show. Then he went and no, died. No, it's not anymore. Yeah, I think I think it's starting to happen again, Paul. I think it's oh, starting geez. to happen again. Oh, we Jesus. Start okay. We start mentioning random people and they start fucking dying. <laughs> well, let's not do that with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shia, no. <laughs> no, not Shia LaBeouf. Not Shia LaBeouf. Um, well, there we go. DCEU's dead. Next week, next week we're going to be talking about the Marvels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what? I can't wait to get to a point where we're not where we're not talking about superhero movies. They go to an island where they have to sing to each other because <laughs> Brie Larson can sing, and they use cats to eat people. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,